What's up, everybody, and welcome to the show. Today on the Movement as Medicine show, we're going to get into an interesting topic, and that is around creating medical independence and empowerment. I have Dr. Lee in the house. I have Dr. Angela Yegley from Sage Med Clinic. Hello. Thank you. What's up? How's it going, guys? So today, interesting topic. I feel like that... The healthcare and kind of our personal approach to healthcare and both in our professional practitioner approach to healthcare has really changed over time. So if we go back and I think about when I was growing up in the 80s and even into the 90s, it's like you had your doctor, you went and saw your one doctor and that doctor told you what to do. And you were very much, again, this was pre-internet, you were very much at the mercy of that doctor if they were good or not. I can remember some doctors I've had in my experience that were great and others that weren't so great. But it seemed like back then there weren't a lot of options. Now, fast forward 2022, and there's a very different scene when it comes to our health and wellness decisions. Yeah, I would agree. I remember that same thing. Like you have your one doctor or your parents had the one doctor and they're like, you do this one thing. And everybody was like, I will absolutely do that one thing. And I will not question it. And I I don't care if I'm getting side effects from whatever it is. And I feel like that's changing too. Maybe that's because of Google. They can just jump on and go, is that really true? I think it's good for people to question and for people to seek alternatives and seek other ways to support themselves. So it's so I think it's really important to, as we were discussing earlier, to build a team around people. And that's what we want to get into today, this idea of, okay, you need a team. You don't need one doctor. And Absolutely. you ultimately, at the end of the day, what is our job? Our job is to, of course, heal, guide, inform. But really, as Lee was saying before we jumped on this podcast, our goal is to empower people. So why don't you speak more about that? Yeah. So like you were saying, everybody used to see one doctor. And it was like, you saw your MD and that was like the doctor. That was it. And it's like, now we're transitioning to more like a lot of people more into like preventative care, like proactive care. Like they want to be good. They don't want to fall into sickness. They don't want to address it after they're sick. They want to do it before. So especially in our clinic, what we do is we like to teach people how to get out of pain themselves. And that's to teach the corrective exercises for a condition or like a general set of exercises you can do to release muscles, things of that sort. Just basically give them a checklist that they can go through on their own. So they're like, I've done all these things and I still don't feel good. I'm going to go get this checked out. That's actually the best way to go about it is to exhaust your own options that you have in your brain and then go to somebody who's an expert. If I had a headache for a week and I couldn't get rid of it, I'd go see Dr. Diegley like the next day. Like honestly, within three to four days, I usually don't let it go past three, four days because if it is, then it's an issue. But that empowerment of just knowing that you've done enough is very helpful in sorting out the actual issue itself. And then when you go to the doctor, you tell them all the things that you did that didn't work. They don't have to start from square one. Did you try this? Did you try that? Did you do all this? And you know you're the right doctor when they listen to that and they, that that's part of the conversation because I can still, I still have, I've had experiences in the last number of years, both with myself and with family members where in a kind of traditional medical setting, and this isn't a strike against traditional MDs or anything. And we're not, I'm not like evangelizing against traditional medicine. I think it's great, but conventional is sometimes all of that self-experimenting and going through that checklist was just thrown in the garbage. It was completely disregarded. We're going to tell you what it is. Sometimes that's good because sometimes the expert knows things that the novice 
who has self-research does not know. That is true. Of course, I'm a huge fan of preventative medicine, of all the things that I think if it's, if you are trying to treat yourself for a condition, that's where it gets a little tricky. And that I think you having the right guidance is a great idea. And again, maybe that does come back to your team of going back. Maybe you need several opinions, like you have your MD and they tell you one thing, but they don't really address supplements or diet or any of those things. And so then you go to your naturopathic doctor, your functional medicine doctor, and you loop you loop in your chiropractor as well, say if it's pain or something structural. Or and many times you, even if it seems, oh, this is just a digestive issue. If your spine is out of alignment, I mean that even though part of it maybe is diet and you have like over bacterial overgrowth, you still need your thoracic spine aligned to, to have optimal digestive function. Yeah, I agree with you. I love guided preventative approach and not trying to completely treat yourself in whatever condition it is without maybe some guidance from somebody that you trust. And of course, maybe I'm a little biased, but from a holistic approach. Building your house is like building a house. Like you're not going to have a carpenter the whole time. You're going to bring in the electrician. You're going to bring in the plumber. You're going to bring in the person that does the installation or the person that does the HVAC system. There's a lot of different intricate things that you have to do. And if you're only picking the person that hammers all the time, they're going to try to hammer everything. And sometimes you have to screw something or you have to take it out or whatever it is. Like, it's just the way that life is. So if we're always trying to do the same thing over and over, like that's ultimately insanity. It's a great analogy. Yeah, it's a great analogy. I feel like sometimes, and again, not to pick on traditional medicine either, but say if you see a surgeon for something, many times their solution is surgery, of course, because they're a surgeon. And so they're going to want to do that surgery wouldn't, maybe sometimes it's not. There That's are other their options. Tool, right? right. Exactly. That's their tool. Now, if they're great, they'll know when is the right time to do surgery and when is the yes. time. I'm resisting going down this <laughs> rabbit hole of like talking about everything I feel like is wrong or challenging in a traditional medical setting. But one of the things that I know is very difficult for doctors is in that MD, traditional clinic style setting or an even hospital setting is the very limited amount of time that they have and the intense amount of pressure yes. uh, on them both financially as well as just structurally, like how that whole thing is set up to operate is they're moving really quickly and they don't really have that time to go deep with one particular person. Right. Uh, even when they're a specialist, oftentimes their time is limited. I have a lot of, I'd say a lot of friends that are orthopedists, so they do orthopedic surgeries. And it's like they're just as reliant upon their team that when they see you, they're already certain that you need to see them for their type of care because they're relying upon their team as well. To filter and sort and help exactly. make sure all the things get checked before a person gets to the spot where right. it's like surgery is the right step. So if you're starting off like you roll your ankle and you're going to the orthopedist the, the next day, then you're already skipping steps. Like you should be going to your massage therapist or your chiropractor, your physical therapist, your acupuncturist, whoever it is. You shouldn't just rush to like the end goal, right? The end tool. You got to knock off those easy things first and then maybe go that route. That's a great way to look at it. And that's what I think when we're talking about building a medical team or building a team around you that can help service this incredible machine that is your body, that's a great way to look at it is, okay, depending on what's going on, I have different places that I would go see in different specialists and or slash generalists in their particular area where I'm going to go check in with. And I think Dr. Angeli brought up an awesome point around going to see an ND and having two different perspectives on one thing can be really eye-opening, eye actually, and very beneficial. 
when it comes to the patient care. And I think we are very careful not to outright dismiss the things that their MD is saying, because of course, many, I want to come back to your point that I also have friends who are MDs and actually it's a frustration of theirs too, that if they're locked into a system that they don't have time, that they maybe have five minutes. And so that gives you enough time to address one. Okay. You have a sinus issue. I'm going to give you an antibiotic. See you later. Sorry. I can't help you with anything else. So many times, yes, they are working from what they have. And if they don't help um, you, then they're going to get chastised for it. If they don't give you the pain pill, then they did nothing for you that treatment. So it's most people are coming for some right. sort of solution. So doing that is a way that they can at least maybe temporarily help. So many times, if I find that there is a medication I don't love because I know it's side effects, things like that, I will loop back in their doctor and discuss that. Just have a really open discussion with the patient. Hey, listen, let me just tell you, I don't think this is probably working that well for you. And here are the potential side effects and and we maybe need to explore some other ways to do this and we really need to jump in and I need to work on these vitamin levels or you need to work on your inflammation in a different way. And while keeping as much as possible, their primary in the loop of what we're doing. And then if their primary says, I completely disagree with the vitamins or the supplements. And I, I think where that's coming from, because I've seen this change over the years, I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but is because of consumer demand. So it's more like somebody coming into their primary or their MD and going, I am doing all of these vitamins. And if they say, I'm sorry, I don't want you to do these, the patient leaves and does them anyway. Just go somewhere else. Or they just don't tell their doctor. Yeah. They just go, okay, this is something I realize you and I can't talk about. Right. And Which, so I'm going to do it anyway. Which is even um, probably the worst thing you can do, honestly. Yeah. Right? cohesion. Exactly. So I think that in the traditional system, they've realized that. Like we, so many times the, the patient will say, the person says, I just don't know that much about that. And that is a very good and honest answer. So it's fine. So that's where we have to be looped in. Right. On this medical empowerment angle too, what are your thoughts on starting off of like looking at, okay, some things a person should know about themselves. What are your thoughts on getting some genetic testing done as like a baseline thing that I love could it. be really beneficial for people? Yeah. I love I think it. It's great for people that love that type of information. Like some people, like myself, I get, if I have that much information, that's a little too much information. I like my day-to-day -day feeling and then I'll go from there most of the time. But there are certain people that have recurring things that like, they want to figure it out. And it's like, it's consuming them not knowing what it is. So I think that's a great move in that mind. And I think that there are different kinds of genetic information. Some people may or may not want to know if they have risk of breast cancer, something like that. That's something that is could be helpful, sometimes not, because it's not a guarantee. If you have those genes, that's going to pop up. But I, I, what I do think is helpful, and I really like to see on everyone, is the vitamin genetics. So that, to me, is if you cannot make, say, glutathione very well, which is our super antioxidant and fantastic for the brain and the lungs and the liver and all of that. So if you literally have a difficult time making that and you're chronically running low, I think it's good to know. And so you can know that about vitamin vitamin C, you can know that about B vitamins, you can know that about D. So we can go through all of that and go, oh my, let's, it's truly like personalized, like nutrient therapy to see all of that and then be able to adjust. So I love that stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. See, but that it is detailed. Like a subset, yeah, really, that's cool. that you could keep out on that. You'd like that because that's very actionable too. It is. Right. It is. You can, yeah, you could absolutely correct things. And what I notice is that when we do that for someone, they feel usually feel so good. They mm -hmm. feel amazing. 
Yeah. Which, it's empowering and it gives them a reason for why they're feeling like they're off. Yeah. And exactly. just knowing why you're feeling off is oftentimes like the biggest hurdle to yes. get better. Yes. Yes. And where maybe it's coming from. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Guys, thank you. I love it. We could go deep and long on this topic, and I appreciate the insights into how we can create more empowerment for the individual by building a medical team. Dr. Lee, Dr. Angela, it was awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, great it's great. Awesome. Thanks, guys. We'll catch you on the next show. Sounds great. All right. Bye.